Welcome to WISE, a podcast for women introverts, sensitives, and empaths. I'm your host, Ashley Pardo, business coach, functional nutritional therapy practitioner, and former private chef. WISE is all about mindset, entrepreneurship and business, food and nutrition, spirituality, relationships, and ultimately living your purpose, all through the lens of the sensitive, introverted, and empathic woman. I know you might feel like the information out there isn't suited for you, but this is because we're powerful, strong, and deep, and we've got potential. Let's begin to let that out right now. Hey friends, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of WISE. Today I have another solo episode for you all about ownership, habits, doing the things that we know we need to do as sensitive and introverted women. Last week I wrote a post on Instagram that was inspired by my amazing nutrition client, Hannah, and it resonated with many of you. And I thought that I would do a solo episode about this, about us in particular doing the things that we need to do, which my client so eloquently stated as doing the stuff or just do the stuff. We need to sometimes do more things or more thoughtful, deliberate things than the average person in order to feel the way that we want to feel, energetic, normal, And honestly, for a big part of my life, I fought the fact that I needed to do these things because I'd compare myself to other people or I just wasn't in a place to implement the self-care that I needed to. And I thought I was going to bring you an, an interview this week, but I really think that this is timely, especially during this time of COVID-19 and coronavirus, which thankfully things feel a little bit more, I don't want to say normal because they're not normal and they're probably not going to be normal for a while, but I do feel like we've at least settled in a little bit and we're sort of navigating this new normal. And I want to help you guys just feel good throughout this process, feed yourselves, like consume the right stuff, not only with what we're eating, but making sure that you are mindful of the other things that you're consuming, whether that's like the media or other people's energy or whatever it is. And I just started thinking about ownership of who we are and how we need to be in order to get to the places that we want to be. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about ownership. I'm going to be talking about how where we are right now is the result of however many actions we've put in prior and how we can change that if we wanted to. I'm also going to talk a little bit about habits and the brain and how much the brain sort of, or not even sort of, completely, you know, even sometimes unconsciously and subconsciously drives what it is that we do. And I... If there's one thing that I have, um, and then I'm lastly going to be going over like the do the stuff manifesto that I've called it, but through the years, I've realized how much the more I get into brain science and understand the way that the brain works, the more I understand the way that I work and what a big impact that has on the way that I feel. And this is the thing that happens with the work that I do with my clients, because we start seeing that the way that we have been isn't necessarily, you know, completely like on a whim 
it's just the nature of our brain. And it's not saying just because it's a big thing. It's going to potentially drive our lives. It is going to direct our actions and subsequently our results. And I think that it is really important to get acquainted with the way that the brain works and how the brain is like this organ that obviously drives so much of our behavior. And I think that sometimes we put the onus back on ourselves and we blame ourselves for being like, you know, like to self-sabotage and continuing to do these things that we don't really want to do. And we crave certain things or we continue to engage in patterns that don't feel good for us. And so much of it is because of the way that the brain works and the fact that fear will hold us back, the fact that we are scared to do things that are actually better for us, the fact that we will stay in habitual loops and beliefs and patterns, even though we want to change so badly. So I'm not saying that it's all the brain. Uh, I'm just saying that the brain plays a big role in how we do things. At the same time, I do think it's really important to own who you are, to own the way that you operate, to own your energy levels, to own the way that you were wired. If you're listening to this podcast, it's likely that you are like me and like everyone else that listens to this podcast, a sensitive, introverted, empathic woman. And the way that we navigate the world is different than most people. We need to regulate our energy. We need to release our energy. We are more thoughtful. We take in uh, information differently. We're you know, we make conclusions based on that information. We typically recharge alone. We're deep. There's so many things about us that sometimes we just need to operate in a different way and most importantly, take care of ourselves in a different way. And we are affected by other things and more deeply by those things. So we might be more affected by the food that we eat and the things, the other things that we consume and people's energy. And we might take in people's negative energy sometimes or their toxic energy, which I know when that happens to me, if I'm exposed, let's say, to toxic behavior from other people, sometimes that will affect me for days. Literally, I will get bloated without even eating anything differently because my, I'm sorry, my dog is going crazy in the background like she always is. I will feel bloated in my stomach, like literally look pregnant if I'm really stressed out or am exposed to that energy for a really, really long time because my cortisol will just shoot up and it takes me days to recover. And for a long time, I wished that I was like other people. And I wished that I didn't have to do all of these things or pay as much attention or take care of myself to the degree that I had to because I was jealous of other people. And like, why do you like just get to navigate the world so easily? And like, I have to do all of these extra things in order to just like feel normal. I always think of Glennon Doyle saying that like for her daily life can be really hard sometimes. And I feel that way too, like just to get through the day to manage my thoughts and my feelings and my emotions can really be more, it takes more effort than the average person. And I think sometimes for most of us, maybe all the time, to be who it is that we want to be takes more effort. To be that higher self, that better self takes more effort than being 
our natural selves, which is, you know, for me, if I wake up in the morning and I just like don't put any effort into myself, I'm not going to be who I want to be at all. And some people can wake up and do that. I know that I'm not like that. And you're probably not like that either. And it wasn't until I took full ownership for who I am and the way that I operate and the things that I need in my life in order to feel happy and to feel good, which take effort, again, to be that higher self. It takes a lot of effort to do that. But what's the alternative? Sitting back, being passive, not going after the things that I want to. Like to me, that isn't an option. But I'm talking about this right now because I spent years in that sort of limbo of like, really just fighting who I was and who it was, who I needed to be and the things I needed to do in order to be who it was that I wanted to be. So I urge you to take ownership of how you are and how you operate and the things that you need to do. Just own it. Own your past. Own the things that happened to you. Own the things that you have done. Wasting energy on those things does nothing. Dwelling you know, ruminating, regretting, all of those things take up energy, especially for our personality, energy that could be used to move forward. So wherever you are right now, whether that's physically, um, financially, and in your life, relationships, granted, we got some big shit going on with coronavirus and like, Many of us are in depleted states, potentially, in any of those areas because of, because of what is happening. But where we are right now is the culmination of actions and habits that we have done for a long time. And I want you to own that. Own where you are. Own your personality. Own the things that you need. Own what you need for your future in order to move forward. Own what it takes for you to feel strong. Own the actions that you need to take in order to be who it is that you want to be. Own your desires and your goals and the relationships that you want and the level of love that you feel that you deserve from yourself and from other people. Even if it is, even if it's something that you don't want anymore, own the fact that you don't want it. Again, that this ownership might not come easily. It is easier to be like, oh, I'm not like, I'm not going to own this and I'm not going to take responsibility for it. But the thing is, the moment we own it, the moment that is the moment that it stops having power over us. And it's the moment that we can actually begin to move forward and do something about it. I'm somebody who really used to not take a lot of action in life. <laughs> like a long time ago. And I felt like such a victim and I felt like the world happened to me. And the reality is that if you can hear my dog doing zoomies in the background, I'm so sorry. She is crazy. Um, But I want you to know that sometimes we just need to continue moving forward and we need to take action. If you're feeling anxious right now, if you're feeling sad or stuck, I know that there's a lot of messaging right now that says like, it's okay, like don't do the things that you know you need to do. But the thing is we do need to do those things. We do need to move forward and we do need to take action in the way that feels good. So for us, action and structure are amazing things and we need to do that in order to move forward and especially if we want to change. Now today I heard this statistic that was alarming to me and I it didn't really surprise me. I just 
was like, whoa, I didn't know that percentage was that high. And it was the fact that 45 to 55% of habits are done completely unconscious. So there is stuff happening subconsciously in the back of our brains that drives us to do the things that we do. So whatever it is that is happening in our life and the actions that we are taking, 45 to 55% of those are unquestioned. We don't even say whether it is that like, whether we want to do something like that, whatever it is, uh, we just let it happen. And that's 45 to 55%. So unless, and this is when we sort of, I think, thinking about our specific personality is when we might fall into victim mode. Like, oh my God, look at the way that things have always been. And oh my God, look at the way I'm acting. And oh my God, look at the way that my life is. And we get really down and we dwell. But again, this is just sort of a wake up call to know like, oh my God, my brain is just working in the way that it needs to and the way that it is supposed to. Habitual. Uh, automatic. So when it comes to habits, I think we can dive a little bit deeper. And I love The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg, which I will put in the show notes. But he talks about habits in a way that is a cue, a routine, and then a reward so that we break up habits in that way. So a cue would be a trigger. So something like, okay, I want to feel, let's say we, we compare this to eating let's say we want to feel relieved or something. That is the cue. We get stressed out. We want to feel relieved. Let's say that we've been used to eating something or drinking something as a result of that. So then the second part of this, the routine becomes eating the thing, drinking something, whatever. Then we do that because we get a reward at the end. And the reward is pleasure, it's distracting, it's numbing and all of these things. So an action step that we can do here is notice what things are happening in our lives as a result of this. It could be for a lot of us checking our phones because that is super unconscious. And I know that for me, when I stay mindlessly scrolling, like it's just not a good place to be. And that is my urge to feel distracted, to feel like, oh, I just want a little bit of a break in the day. But the thing that I'm doing isn't actually helping that. So the first, just a couple action steps that we can do is through the day, if you have undesirable habits and things that are happening, can you for a moment pause and Keep a tally of how many times you are throughout the day wanting that thing and urging that thing. And at this point, it doesn't matter if you engage in it or not. We just want to notice how many times we want that thing. So just remember to just tally it somewhere and notice how many times this is happening, which is going to show us how automatic it is. Again, half of the things that we do are literally subconscious. The next part is we want to dive deeper into the reward that we are getting. And we want to ask ourselves, like, is the pleasure or the numbness or what is it actually worth the thing that I'm doing? And perhaps what's another way that I can get that same thing from this thing? What is another way that I can feel relaxed and strong and at peace For me, it's working out. You know, it's always going to be that. Even today, I did not want to do it and I showed up 
and did it anyway, kicking and screaming the whole time. So we want to break down again, the cue, the routine and the reward, see how many times it's happening throughout the day, and then see what it is that we're actually wanting and see if there's you know, in the case of like, it could be pleasure, it could be like just a moment of distraction. What are some healthy ways or some more aligned ways that I can get the thing that I really desire, if the thing isn't serving me. So it's important to notice those things throughout the day and notice and know that if we want to change something, we really have to be active about it, we have to put action into it, we have to be deliberate And we have to get to know our particular brains and the way that we manage our energy and all of that because it's really, really, really important. Now, I wanted to talk about do the stuff and sort of the do the stuff manifesto, as I call it. And these are the things that we need to do, particularly throughout the day to make us feel like ourselves, to make us feel really, really good. And I know that sometimes we might not feel like doing these things. And for us, I'm just going to read the Instagram post that I wrote about this. For us, it involves some things that we have to do consistently. And let me just read you really quick from my Instagram post. The most important thing we can do to progress in our nutrition business or the way we feel is to implement some structure into our days and do it whether we feel like it or not, aka just do the stuff. For us, energy is born from structure and action. Loving discipline creates freedom, introspection, awareness, and space. I also love what my friend Julie Winterborn calls it, which I will put her episode from my old podcast, Heart Food Podcast, in the show notes where we talk about this. She calls it self-dedication. Doing the stuff means trading dimes for quarters every single time. Doing the stuff is simple and often often monotonous, but done consistently is what creates magic and transformation. We also know that our personality is prone to anxiety and negative thoughts. That for some of us, me included, validating that again, <laughs> need to actively put at bay, need to actively be put at bay on a daily basis. So what does doing the stuff mean exactly? Before I go into those, I want you to identify your waterfall habits. What I This is what Jill Coleman calls anchor actions. Charles Duhigg calls these keystone habits. For me, they're waterfall habits because they trickle. Once you do one of them, it creates motion and it trickles into everything else. So for you, another action step, I want you to identify three of your habits, if it has to be two at the beginning, let it be two, that dictate the results of other habits. So I know, for example, for me, it's always movement and I have to sweat most days in some way and then maybe take a walk. That is what I need. And that goes back to also my human design, which maybe I'll do a whole podcast episode about human design, which I'm the manifesting generator, which is essentially the engine of human design which basically means that there's a lot of energy, a lot of stuff going on, and and I need to do my best to manage that energy. So out of these things that I'm going to be talking about right now before we end up wrapping up, I want us to identify the two or three things that are going to trickle into other areas. So I know if I work out, I'm going to eat better. I'm going to be more productive. I am going to want to go on a walk later, which I need to breathe in that fresh air every day if I can. I know that I'm going to be a nicer person. I know that I am going to probably 
want to shower. There's some days where I'm just like, I don't want to shower today. And then like that trickles into more negative things. So I want you to identify like which of my habits and which of the things that I'm doing are going to propel me into better actions for the rest of the day and which things are going to not do that for me. So for me, again, it's movement, it's eating well, and it's typically going outside in some way. Those things, I don't have to worry about productivity. I don't have to worry about sitting at my desk or focusing. I know that those three things are going to allow everything else to fall into place in the way that it needs to, because then I'm going to be focused. I'm going to be productive. I'm going to feel connected to the universe and myself and the world and abundance and gratitude, all of those things. I think for some people, it might be like a reflection practice, like maybe it's journaling. I've journaled so much in my life and I still do it and definitely not as consistently as I once did, but And these are morning pages, as Julia Cameron calls them, sort of getting that muck out of your brain every day. So for you, identify the two, three things that are going to help you and then identify and be aware of the things that send you down into a spiral. For me, if I eat sugar, it's not good. I instantly feel anxious. I, as I've gotten older, it just affects me way more. It's going to make me make you know, not great choices throughout the day. It's going to deplete my energy. I'm probably going to feel bloated. I'm probably not going to work out. So I know for me, having sugar, especially in the morning, is just not a good thing. So if we go into the options of what these actions are, typically the first one is eating whole foods that make us feel energetic and alive, like most of the time, and sometimes feeding our soul with other stuff we love when it's worth it and when we want it. So Those are two questions that we can ask. Is it worth it? And do I want it? Sometimes we eat things just because it's there, not because we really want it. And sometimes it's not worth it. And that makes an easier decision sometimes. Not super easy, but it makes it a little bit easier if we can sort of be mindful and have a conversation with ourselves, which is what I think mindfulness is. Doing this stuff also means moving our bodies every day in some way, even if it's just for 15 minutes. It means checking in on our emotions through journaling and meditation. It means becoming aware of our patterns and where they came from and how they manifest. So beliefs and ways that we think that we are, all of these things, habitual loops that just like could go on for our whole lives. It is likely that they're not nice and it's likely that you didn't create them. So we can be curious about the ways that this has manifested and and we can be curious about how it has happened so far for us and the way that it has shown up because then through these actions that we take it can begin to get better so it also means taking deliberate action we know we need to fear and toe to get to that next level so is it having a hard conversation with somebody is it maybe moving somewhere that you want to move maybe not right now during coronavirus but like Is there something that you want to do in your life that you are not doing? Do you want to start a business? Do you want to leave a relationship? Do you want to get some better friends in your life? Like all of these things are going to require you to go to the next level. Fear and toe because the bigger the levels, the bigger the devils. So it also means doing the stuff also means taking or implementing boundaries, saying no and rest, which is very, very big for me. If you know me in real life, you know that I am a very boundaried person. I say no. I say that I have to go to bed early. I say that, no, I can't do that. I'm sorry. I'm a really good friend and I will be there for you. But 
it comes with boundaries. And that is something that I need to do for myself. And I have to say no sometimes, frequently. And this has come at a big, you know, uh, dislike and discontent at some of the people closest to me that I sometimes get um, called selfish or that I'm an unfair person because I implement these things. And, you know, likely if somebody's saying that to you, it's likely that maybe they're not who as close as you thought they were to you. It's hard when that is family, which to me, sometimes that does happen. But as long as you are honest, as long as you understand what it is that you need and that by you not saying no, by saying no, you're actually being truthful. And by doing something that you don't want to do is a disservice to yourself, but it's also like lying to that other person. And I don't want to do that. And we shouldn't do that. We should just be straight up and say to the best of our abilities, like, hey, I can't do that right now. Hey, I love you so much, but I'm going to need to rest today. And maybe we can do this tomorrow. And me setting these boundaries that I need to, maybe I'll do a whole podcast episode about boundaries and how we can do that because I have gotten very skilled, very accomplished at doing those things. And again, much to the chagrin of others, but like I got to take care of me and in a different way that other people need to take care of themselves. And you might relate to that too. And I want you to know that it is, you know, fully okay to do those things. So this also doing this stuff also means pushing beyond your comfort zone and being willing to feel discomfort. We talked about that a couple episodes ago about how discomfort is actually a really amazing or learning to tolerate discomfort is actually a really amazing thing. And it's a skill that translates into so much and tolerating discomfort and learning to tolerate discomfort and being willing to do those things is going to be the thing that makes you stronger and makes you better. So doing the stuff also means being devoted to fighting for your strength every day. And most importantly, it means honoring your unique self instead of fighting it or wishing you were different. So I hope that you guys got a lot out of this episode. I'm going to wrap it up right now. There's a lot of action steps in here. There's a lot of perhaps things that you want to think about which habits are contributing to who I want to be, which ones are taking away from that and what action steps do I need to take? Most importantly, the big takeaway here is that this process is active and I wanted to sort of, before we start getting into more interviews on this podcast and stuff, I wanted to do this last episode to just let you know that you're not alone in the things that you feel. You're not alone in the way that you operate and that I understand you and I see you because I am you (laughs) and we're all in this together. And, you know, in the next several weeks, I'm going to be promoting prep school, which is going to be my, it's going to be a five day cooking nutrition challenge, which I will put the sign up for that in the show notes. I haven't even announced it on social media yet or to anybody or even to my email list. But I'm also, it's also going to be focused on finding a community, a community of people that are just like us because food is at food and cooking and self-care is all at the crux of that. So if you're interested in that, look in the show notes, sign up. I'm going to be announcing it this week on social media, but I hope you guys have a wonderful week. I can't wait to bring you more stuff and I'm sending you lots and lots and lots of love. 
thank you so much for listening to WISE. If you want to get in touch with me, or if you want to submit a question to be answered on this podcast, please send me a DM and follow me on Instagram at Ashley K. Pardo. I love hearing from you. My DMs are always open. And as always, if you enjoyed the show, please share it with somebody that you love and leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes.